0: you're listening to press this a wordpress community podcast on wmr each week we spotlight members of the wordpress community i'm your host doc pop i support the wordpress community through my role at wp engine and my contributions over on torquemag.io you can subscribe to press this on red circle itunes spotify or your favorite podcasting app you can also download episodes directly from wmr.fm advanced custom fields is a popular plugin designed to enable WordPress developers to have more control over their custom field data, and it's also a two-time plugin madness winner. Recently, Advanced Custom Fields released version 6.1. With this version, site developers can now register custom post types and custom taxonomies from within the plugin. To talk about these new features in ACF 6.1, we're joined by Ian Polson, a product manager at WP Engine working on advanced custom fields. Ian, you've, you've been on the show. It was about a year ago that we had you on, maybe maybe a little less when you released 6.0. So I know we've already gotten to this, but can you just remind our listeners,
1: how did you first get into WordPress? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I started building plugins a long time ago and then eventually moved from freelancing, building WordPress sites for clients to working for Delicious Brains, which, you know, the, a WordPress plugin development company. And along the way, we acquired ACF and I started becoming, I became the product manager for ACF. And then just under a year ago, or less, yeah, a little bit less than a year, Delicious Brains and the plugins were acquired by WP Engine. And so here I am now as as ACF's product manager within WP Engine. And yeah, the ACF team, the ACF product is going from strength to strength, which is great. Do you remember
0: what version ACF was when you became product manager? Oh,
1: I was gonna. I thought you were gonna ask when I first started using it, but yeah, um, it was five, five point ten or something like that. I think we were working on what was next and trying to trying to get our feet under the table with just the product and building new features as the new team working on it. I think five twelve was our bigger release, which was the REST API integration. It seems like a long time ago.
0: Yeah, and so like I said, we had you on in October talking about six and 6.1 is out, and it's a huge release. It seems to be one of the most exciting advanced custom field releases I can remember. Can you tell us about what is maybe the
1: one or two biggest features of Note in 6.1? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, 6.1, you're totally right. It's a, it's a really big release. It's, it's a big release for a number of reasons. It's, it's, it brings the ability for people to register custom post types and taxonomy uh, taxonomies in WordPress in the ACF admin, which is k- kind of like a huge thing that people do all the time. People do it with plugins, other plugins, they do it with code. And ACF users have always been doing it. It's one of these things that y- you typically do when you're building uh, a site that just has some other data other than posts and pages, which is pretty much all the time. You know, people need custom post types to build their sites. Um, it's always something that ACF hasn't done, and it's um, it's worked with whatever solution you know, and and it's been predominantly around adding fields to those post types or or taxonomies. But it it became so clear that the the workflow um, around building a site, creating a custom post type, and then adding fields to that post type um, was so sort of entrenched in how our ACF users were using were building sites that it just seemed like a great idea to put it into the plugin. But it's the first time the plugins kind of moved into more, doing more than just custom fields. So we, and I talk about it in the release post, jokingly say it's now, we're probably referring to it as ACF now, rather than advanced custom fields, because, you know, it does more. And talking about plugin as advanced custom fields, post types and taxonomies is a bit too much of a mouthful. So yeah, it's a big, it's a change in, the approach of like, we're trying to improve the workflow around custom fields, around custom data, around content modeling, around building WordPress sites, you know, structured data with WordPress sites and making it better for our users. So it was a big shift there, but it's also a big, big, chunky release. Like there was a a ton of work that went behind the scenes, under the hood, refactoring how the admin of the plugin worked, moving just from the registering UI of custom fields to now to incorporate custom post types and taxonomies and making that whole UI and all of the engineering work that goes on, on making that reusable so we can then move on to other things later on, which we'll probably talk about like uh, later on in, in, in the show. So yeah, it, it's it's a big, chunky release. It's been well received. I think that there's a, a ton of people out there that have just gone, yes, that's, I've been waiting for that for a while um and and it just makes my workflow much easier i i can use one less plugin for example or or i can um even if i'm still registering post types with code because i want to put it in version control or you know having it on the file system i can use the acf um registration ui to go and have complete control over the post types that i'm registering all of the settings we you know we we expose all of the different settings but make it quite simple so you can you can get away with the quickest um, amount of um, settings tweaking to register a post type, or you can really delve into all of the advanced settings, um, and you can then take that definition and export it to PHP, um, put it in, put it in Git or you know version control, or you can use our JSON um, export and sync that we have for field groups. So you can make changes and push them up to your to your production site. Um, so it kind of fits in the same workflow as field groups. Um, but just in the ACF way with post types and taxonomies. So it's, it's really cool.
0: And this is available for the free, like these, these two main
1: features that we're talking about are available for like pro and free users. Yes, exactly. This is, this is not a a pro only feature. This is, this is for everybody. This is, this is kind of like the bedrock of, of Mm -hmm. creating uh, data heavy sites with WordPress. So it's, yeah, we, we wanted to make it available for free, um, and it's, yeah, it's, it, it's great to have out there for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: According to your, your blog post about this release, uh, you said, and this is going to be quoting from your blog, registering CPTs and taxonomies has been on a roadmap for quite some time. When Delicious Brains acquired the plugin from Elliot, the first email we sent our users was to ask them the top three things they wanted to see in the plugin. CPTs and taxonomies in the plugin was right up there in the top five requests. So, what I'm kind of curious, like we talked about, like your history with the plugin. Why, if these were the most popular things, why did it take uh, such a long
1: time to be able to finally integrate them? Obviously, there's a there's a sort of a longer history of ownership with Elliot having it for so long. You know, he was the founder, he was the creator, he was the the person that um, did so much heavy lifting and hard work with it. I I think he potentially had a a different view on what it should do, and you know that opinion. Was different to perhaps how we viewed it Um, and we now view it differently even at WP engine compared to delicious brains so I think there's there's always a these things are subjective right you can have some of our users say well I don't want ACF to do that because I use another plugin to do that or I do you know or I use my tried and tested method with code and they don't see the the need and then there's five other users that would just be like yes this is exactly what I need Uh, and we've we've taken that approach with it there's also a, a um a piece with headless you know the wp engine's atlas platform is is built on modeling data in wordpress creating custom post types creating custom fields and um, exposing those all through wp graphql requests and um making that data available on a headless front end um so acf is play is working within that platform to give users the ability to model data in the UI quickly, easily, without mucking around with PHP code or other plugins. Um, so it's it's kind of, it's playing into the fact that ACF and WordPress can can create great editing experience, great content editing experiences, and create good headless experiences as well for WordPress builds. That's a great
0: spot for us to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to continue talking with Ian Poulsen about what is coming in future versions of uh, ACF as well as uh, talk about a few more features that we haven't gotten around to yet in this release of 6.1. So stay tuned for more Press This. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment.
2: Welcome. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
0: Back to Press This, a WordPress community podcast on WMR. My name is Doc and I'm joined by Ian Poulsen, a product manager at WP Engine working on ACF, which just released ACF 6.1 before the break, we talked about some of the powerful new features that have been released with ACF 6.1, including registering custom post types and taxonomies. Ian, I think you, you were just about to kind of touch on something here that I was curious about. These are new features and powerful new features with a lot of options and a lot of complexity. And you've even mentioned that it's sort of changed the way... The whole product is being thought of, and and advanced custom fields in a way is almost too limiting, and and allowing yourself to think of it as a, as a you know product ACF, you can kind of uh, explore more of these possibilities that are out there, and not being limited to just certain ideas from the past. But the thing I'm wondering is when you're adding so much power to a plugin like this. How is that changing the experience for new users? Is this maybe accidentally making the plugin kind of harder to use for more basic users?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I think we, we are, since the 6.0 release, which had the new UI, um, we, we've been trying to think more um, purposefully about how we onboard users and have um, a, a better experience when you install the plugin and you activate it and you have an empty state. With things, you don't have any field groups, you don't have any post types and you don't necessarily know what you need to do. There's more work to be done there for sure, but something we did put into 6.1, which I'm really pleased how it's turned out. And I think it's, it's already proven valuable for people. It's a better way to, to select and choose the field type that you need. So when you're defining your fields and you're, you've created a field group and you're defining the fields that you need, you need to choose what type of field is it? Is it text field? Is this going to be a WYSIWYG editor? Is it going to be a a page link? Is it going to be more more of a complex field type? Is it a repeater field, a flexible content field, a clone field? But actually, what are they? What do they do? And previously, in in versions before six point one, the field type selection workflow would be: you go and use a drop down, a very basic HTML drop down, and select your field type, and you would have to. Know which one you're looking for, know which one you want, and what it, what it does, and, and try and glean all that information from a select field. So now we've kind of added this browse fields button next to the select, which we've improved a little bit with better search as well, and just better visibility about what you're picking. But this browse field button brings up a modal, which is a, a, a field picker. It, it shows you all of the fields and it's given them a, categorized them so you can sort of tab through the different categories of either a basic field, a choice field, the relational fields and things like that, like the layout fields, but it, it trying to help new users, but existing users as well to understand like, what are these fields? Like what are the 30 field types that they've got at their disposal and why they'd use them? So we've got kind of a sidebar of the modal that has a description about each field. There's almost like a visual representation of what the field will look like in in the edit screen. I mean it's a bit of a kind of a pseudo-UI element. It it doesn't show data, but it, it just gives that that example of what it actually will will look like. And there's documentation links and there's also tutorial links where we have them for for field types. And you can kind of like and click in and, and, and get some more information. So hopefully it's it's making the experience of defining fields easier for people who don't perhaps know what they're looking for but also you know there's 30 different field types some are named in such a way that it's quite hard to understand when and why you'd use them and there's some fields that are you know extremely powerful extremely useful to people but they're not very accessible like the clone field for example is very hard to understand when you first look at that as a name what that really does and the flexible content field is is very similar so we're trying to call out and make it easy to understand what these things are and have more information around it. There's, there's some really good tutorials that the team are putting together. And we've got, you know, folks from the content team, the DevRel team, working on tutorials around the clone field. And we've got them for the flexible content field, which, you know, these are really powerful fields that people who are building sites rely on to power their, you know, some of them are p- pretty much turning into page builders with the flexible content field, creating layouts for clients. It, it's so hard to understand that if you're a first-time user. So, yeah, this is about discoverability, trying to understand the best time to use its education, and it calls out the the, the great fields that we've got. So, yeah, I'm really proud of that piece of work, the, the team of – it it looks great, and it works it works really well, and it's having the desired effect. Do, do you think that this
0: – you know, I think about, like, Gutenberg and its many stages uh, uh, kind of being released, and we – finally uh in you know version uh wordpress 6.2 i think we've gotten the most full and kind of final version of the site editor do you think that um these changes are going to be seeing a lot of drastic changes or do you kind of feel like um y'all waited to roll them out in a way that this is this is probably going to look the same in version 6.3 and 6.4 of acf
1: yeah i think for the most part especially the field picker probably won't change too much i think we 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 definitely try and take an iterative approach on some things um, where you know you, you need to get to a point where you ship some stuff and you will come back to it and improve it and a really good example of that is in the custom post type registration piece when you're registering a post type you can supply um you, you need to give it a menu icon if it's going to be in the in the left hand side in the admin menu and other plugins and other other Ways of doing that give you perhaps a better experience than we've got right now. We You can supply you know a URL to an image. You can supply a dash icon class that will use the same type of icon um, from the icon library that is in the left-hand side of the menu. But, but that's not a great experience, so we are working on improving that. And that nicely ties into actually what's coming down in a future version that we're working on at the moment is taking this idea of, Right, well, you can register things in code, like a custom post-type, uh, but actually making it easier to do that in the UI. Uh, and a prime example of something that we've had in ACF for a long time is the options page feature. Uh, it's part of ACF Pro, so it's a premium feature, but it gives people the ability to create fields and stick them in a page uh, in the admin that is a global. It's like a site settings page or an options page. So it's not registered to it's not part of a post type or anything like that, and it stands alone. And you know, you put global settings in there for um, fields that would be used across the website. And at the moment, Acf Pro allows you to create these options pages, but you have to register them in code first, and then you define your fields and say, "I want these fields to show up on this options page." So we're working on a UI for this options page um, registration to make things just so much easier. and and a lot of the work that went on with the custom post type um, piece, uh, the refactoring that the team did behind the scenes kind of paves the way for us to build out more UIs to help register other things. And the options page is going to be the first thing. But the reason why I brought that up is that, again, with the options page, when you say, right, well, I want this page on the left-hand side, and if it's a top-level menu item, you also want to pick a menu icon to sit you know, um, similar to all the other... Uh, many items that are on the left hand side um and so the designer Dale he's been working on a much better picker experience that will be used for the option page and we're going to port it back onto the custom post type stuff as well so we're going we're slowly improving things that aren't perhaps as polished to start with but i think you know you, you don't want to get into that trap with software development where you know you only ship when it's perfect because perfect is is a moving state and you never get there so you have to you have to get it out and and keep moving forward um so yeah that's that's what's coming soon in 6.2 we hope um and and yeah we'll improve the options uh, the the menu icon picker in the custom post types as we do it that's that's interesting and i i know you don't like um you know uh
0: predicting when when things come out so we won't won't you know talk about what what timelines those happen um but i'm just kind of curious uh just going back to this is just a, a random question that's been on my mind we we mentioned uh acf you you took on i think 5.10 or 5.11 was one of your first versions and 5.12 was a, was a major release i'm just kind of curious ian can you can you tell me real quickly when do you know it's time to go bump up to the next number uh what what made 6.0 you know something that was like a you know a new big number release
1: yeah i think it's normally it's just a, either a big a big feature that's a big project in itself, like the custom post types taxonomy, that's that's a big item that really deems worthy of a big release. There's some cases where like 6.2 is probably not going to be as as grand in the sense that it won't have this major feature, but it will have two or three things that all together are pretty large and are going to be kind of important and improving the quality of life of the developers that all together make up quite a good sum um, to 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 warrant a major release, um, and then things like six point with the the new UI, it it it's a big change. So it felt like that was the right time to make that six point There's jumps from five to six, but yeah, I think we we kind of follow the WordPress versioning system a little bit. So six point one isn't no less important than six point even though six point is greater than a five kind of thing. We we're, we're not doing semver. Or semantic versioning for releases, so we will go to six point two, and that will be our next major release. And hopefully, we can deliver enough value in that release that people just can look at it and go, "Yes, that's that's a big one." Rather than going, "Is that it?" That's you know. So yeah, it's it's hard. There's, there's, it's a bit of a juggle between you know keeping a good cadence of releases because we want to keep getting delivering value. On a good timeline to the users but we also want to get the right things at the right point to, to make it worthy of that release i appreciate you answering that ian and that's a
0: great spot for our final break when we come back we're going to continue talking with ian Poulson about advanced custom fields and their huge victory that they had in march we'll we'll tell you more about that after the break time to plug into a commercial break stay tuned for more press this in just a moment Welcome back to Press This, a WordPress community podcast. I'm your host, Doc Pop, and I am talking to Ian Poulson, a product manager at WP Engine, working on ACF. And before this break, I teased about a major victory. And of course, I am talking about Plugin Madness 2023, which is the annual bracket style competition that we run on Torque Magazine. We started this competition in 2016. Using user submissions for like their favorite plugins, we weeded it down to like 64 plugins so that we could have a nice even bracket, split them up into different categories at first, but they, you know, eventually weed down to just two finalists and advanced custom fields back when, when Elliot Elliot was running it, they were our very, very first winner of Plugin Madness. So they've always had a special place in our heart. And this year, 2023's Plugin Madness champion was again advanced custom uh, fields or acf so ian huge huge shout out to you and your team um i just quickly was wondering do you have any advice for competitors in 2024 plugin madness on on how to get their fan base to vote
1: for uh for them in plugin madness competitions yeah uh, yeah i don't know i think we we didn't really want to sort of mention it too much we did we did speak about it a few times and and mentioned it um when we had some office hours and stuff but i think yeah we tweeted it a couple of times. I think you can, you can take it a, a, maybe too seriously from a marketing point of view. But I think it's great to see the, um, the recognition that ACF has got again this year, and I, I, it I, it definitely means a lot this year to the team because and to myself and the team because it it does feel like a, a nice piece of recognition that, you know, the the, the product itself is still there in people's minds as a valuable part of the community it's a valuable tool in, in in people's tool belts um and obviously the things that we're doing and the releases that we've done recently are ticking boxes for people and and it's it's a it's a nice testament to sort of the the team's hard work and dedication i've said that on the on the talk mag quote it's it is it's great and you know we love acf it's not just the product that we work on and and, and release and and try to improve you know we're we're ACF fans ourselves, and we certainly don't think of ourselves, you know, as the team or WP Engine as owners. It's stewards of the plugin because it's such a big pillar of of WordPress um, and the ecosystem, and, and uh, as as a developer tool. So, yeah, it's just it's just great to see that recognition and um, and, and people loving ACF because we do too. Mm-hmm. And yeah, at Torque we appreciate all the folks who voted and
0: nominated their favorite plugins. I'm going to give a shout out as well. We had ACF at first place. WooCommerce was second place for this year's plugin madness competition and managed WP worker. These were all plugins that were user nominated and they are free in the WordPress repository, free plugins. So check those out. (laughs) Check out that that little guy WooCommerce you might not have heard of before, (laughs) but uh, yeah, lots of, lots of great results this year. And we look forward to doing this again next year. And Speaking of next year, you know, Ian, it's been great having you on the show. I hope it's not another year before we have you on the show again. It's really fun hearing about ACF from your perspective, because you've been a fan for such a long time. If people want to follow what you're working on, what's a good place for people to be able to stay in touch and see what's, what you're
1: working on right now? We're pretty active on the ACF Twitter account, which is the handle WP underscore ACF. I'm also quite ha- active on my Twitter, which is povotweb we are trying to be kind of more open and not necessarily open is not the right word, but just trying to be more out there with people talking to the community, chatting to ACF users. And we're doing these bi-weekly office hours at the moment, which is, I think we've done about five now, which is going really well. So you, basically on a Friday afternoon, or depending on your time zone, we'd spend about 45 minutes with the team. So myself and Two or three of the developers and some of the DevRel folks are, are on a Zoom, and people can just turn up. If if you're using ACF, if you're developing with ACF, if you if you want to know about a feature that might be coming, or you want to talk about how to build X with ACF, or you've got a problem like, basic, come along. I'll give you the link afterwards. Doc, uh, but yeah, it's it's our ACF Chat Fridays that we've been doing. Uh, and and we've had some good feedback and it's just nice to chat to other ACF users. Well, thanks to everyone for listening to Press This, a WordPress community podcast on
0: WMR. I've really had a great conversation here and I hope you stick around next week for more WordPress conversations just like this. You can follow my adventures on Twitter at the torquemag. That's the Torque Mag, where we publish both our live stream interviews and our Press This audio podcast. So check out TorqueMag.io as well for those. You can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or download it directly from WMR.fm. Again, I'm your host, Dr. Popular. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love spotlighting members of that community every week on Press This.